<laughs> Yo. What up, what up? What up, man? Look, man, we can't be starting laughing. I know, man. We already laughing. <laughs> I'm on, I'm I can't even nothing. get it out. <laughs> on nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Is, uh, it feels like we haven't done this in forever. Yeah. It's, right? It's definitely, I mean, has it been over it's a only, week? It's been it's, about a week. It's been about a week. Yeah, yeah. We did what, last Wednesday or Thursday, I think we recorded. So I guess it's been a little over. Yeah. It just feels. It feels like, long. Yeah. It feels long. And um, and I think this, back. I think the next one's gonna be like that too. Uh, you know, we we doing a little, doing a little uh, squeezing in some vacation time here. So, um, but we should still be. It shouldn't it shouldn't feel like we're taking any time. Listen, man, if some shit goes down. I might have to call you from vacation and be like, set up the virtual. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Nope. <laughs> Last time we did that shit, you were like. I don't know what you had like a blanket on, bro. I was you was on some like some, some something from uh, Amazon, some like potent vitamin <laughs> shit, right? Yeah. Bro, I was on um, what do you call that? Uh, liquid IV. I had I was snuggled up like a. <laughs> I was like, damn it, we I think literally crashed after we finished recording. Really? Yeah, bro. I think we recorded, we did our thing, and I think literally we turned everything off, we hung up, and I was like, <laughs> you know, looking back, I go. We could have just taken a week off. <laughs> Never. <laughs> I ain't no bitch. <laughs> hey, yo, bitch. Plus, how great if I would have died? How great would have been like <laughs> <laughs> this last recording? Last recording. Famous last words Famous, for real. Yeah. All right, everybody. Yo, welcome to episode sixty-one of the Carbon Footprint Podcast. He is Juan, and I'm Sean. And every week we get together, have a few drinks, talk about things that are going on in the world. Try to focus on things that are making an impact, whether they be good, bad, or otherwise. And uh, Juan's over there messing with the camera as usual. It's our video guy. He keeps fucking up. Um, I'm a shitty video guy, bro. Listen, <laughs> what are we drinking for today? I paused it and stopped it again. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, we, we, we are in basics today, man. We're having a, um, a gin and tonic, but... Um, we always like to squeeze a little bit of lime and uh, put some St. Germain in it. And, and then the tonic we're doing is that Rangpur uh, Tanqueray. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, standard gin and tonic, man, with the... Um, it, what's the what's the tonic brand? I like Fever Tree, man. I use Fever Tree all the time for tonic. Uh, I try I use, to occasionally... I use, I use Publix brand. I can't, man. You know what's funny, dude? So if, if you do them side by side, yeah. you'll be like, oh, yeah, nah, fuck that. Oh, really? You won't notice it like off the side. But yeah. if you go like, yo, I'm going to do Fever Tree and then I'm going to go do Publix brand, you'll be like, ooh. It's like it's like Czech Cola and Coke. Like yeah. Coca-Cola. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you won't, like to me, like, I'm not a avid tonic drinker, so I won't right. notice. But I had them once. Like I think I had the like Publix branded tonic once and I happened to have the Fever Tree bottle. And I was like, ooh, that's. Did you have the Publix brand with the lime? <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was plain, with sir. With the infused lime. <laughs> You gotta go down a special not. aisle. I did not. <laughs> Shout out to Publix. But yeah, you, and Saint Germain, man. So you guys, if you want to, uh, it's about a shot and a half of uh, of uh, gin. Uh, we're using that Tanqueray uh, today. Usually we'll, we'll do that, or we'll do Hendrix, or uh, I think Hendrix and that are probably the best ones. Occasionally, if you if you want to get uh, creative, I like to use something called um, uh, fuck. What's that? What's that? Um, there, there's a gin that I really like. It's like purple. And pink, I think we've. Oh, uh, uh, it's golly, man! Yes, I'm I, it, I, it'll come back to me, yeah. man. But I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it makes it look pretty. It makes it look super pretty. But yeah, Hendrix, man, uh, this Tanqueray Rangpour is pretty good. Um, and then yeah, you fill it up with tonic or do a shot of Saint Germain. Adds a little bit of sweetness to it and squeeze half a lime in there. And if you're feeling frisky, get you some rosemary. 
And throw, oh, yeah, yeah. Throw the, them rosemary the in there. Even basil, man. I had someone uh, 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 tell us uh, that basil as well. If you don't have rosemary, yep. you do the basil leaf and you kind of crack it, Just you know, put it there for the scent. Yeah, it'll it'll add that too, man. So, yeah, get creative with the with the standard gin and tonic, man. Start, start playing around. It's actually, and it's a good, it's a good, uh, I don't want to be hungover tomorrow drink too, man. Yeah. Yeah. So, and we've even mixed some with club soda while we've been doing this. We started with tonic. We went to club soda. We yeah, I think we ran out of tonic. You're like 50 50 <laughs> right now, right? <laughs> it's how you could tell. Uh, uh, we don't really care. We're like, is there alcohol in it? <laughs> That's right. And we'll let y'all know what we're doing. And if it, if it works, you know, great. And if it doesn't, you know, we'll drink it anywhere. Yeah, man. Make sure y'all drop drop in on the comments on IG. Let us know the, the drinks you guys like. Uh, I know it's become like a thing for some people, man. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. And tell us yours, man. We always like to, to get some good ideas from people about, about what you're drinking. Absolutely. All right, man. Yo. Common footprint of the week for me goes out to Klein Vision. These guys have developed a car that essentially is like a transformer and transforms <laughs> into a plane, flies, lands, converts back to a car, and drives. So they they recently did. So this is a they they are a uh, a Slovakia company. Um, the the CEO and inventor is uh, Stefan Klein, um, and they recently did a, a another test flight. This is like they, they they've actually successfully landed this thing 142 times. Oh wow! Oh, so it works. Yeah. So this is like what the guy was saying. He's like, this is not a prototype anymore. Like we're ready to like sell this. This is this is this is tried and 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 proven, right? It flew. They had it up to about 8,200 feet, flying at 118 miles an hour. Um, and essentially flew, and I'm not even. It, it flew from the Nitra Airport to Bratislava. Um, for those okay. of you in that in part of the world, yeah. Yep. Um, essentially, it would take you close to like 65 to 70 minutes to drive it. They did it in 35 minutes. Oh wow! And the dude like landed over there, converted it to the car. It converts to the car in under three minutes. That's wild, man. That's crazy. So it takes a whole. Not, I know you told me recently about um, taking a private plane somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. And the the convenience of taking a private plane somewhere. I never want to get on a commercial flight again. <laughs> I'm a have to, but I really don't want to. <laughs> but could you? So like that convenience. If 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 you could pilot something like this to actually just get to. He took off from this. I guess this Nitra Airport because there's, there's a video out there. Um, just go look up flying car in Slovakia. It, there's a YouTube video out there. Um, shows the the, uh, the owner, this guy, um, Stefan Klein, start to finish, um, taking off, and he's taking off from from a, uh, I guess a, I guess a landing strip. It's grass. Oh, okay, so it's so fun. yeah, like he he landed on an actual landing, like an actual airport, I guess. Okay. But I guess it, you would have to, right? You have to have designated like landing areas. I would imagine that it's no different than flying Some a plane. Some dude on I ninety five, yeah, right, drop in front of you from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but he did this, man, and it was let's say thirty five minutes. Um, the dog's back there. He wants to come inside. Thirty five minutes, um, start to finish, and then basically just like landed and drove drove to like the downtown area. That's kind of cool. I my I guess the downside would be how long it takes. Because 102 miles an hour, it's cool from like say Orlando to Miami. It really cuts that trip to down to like an hour or two. Yeah. Like you don't want to fly like to from here California. to California. Yeah, yeah, that's 2 days. 
at that whatever 100 what is it 100 miles you said 100 miles an hour 118 118 yeah so you think california is what 2000 miles or whatever it is so it would take you a day essentially i think it's 3000 isn't it is it three yeah yeah so you might be right actually i think it's from here to new york it might be a thousand about a thousand yeah yeah so that's the only thing that would suck is that you're still flying for for a day to get anywhere meaningful but it makes that those short things super accessible man like the or even if there's like an island nearby that like right that's kind of cool man i i saw that so this one um like you said man the fact that it transforms and then you can just keep driving is nuts dude i think this is like this is inevitable we're gonna get here there's a company in orlando i can't think of the name of it but they have permitting and they're they're opening a facility near the airport here um and it's like flying cars-esque but they're actually they're not like this because they don't turn back into cars that can just drive. But the upside to them is that they can take off vertically, so you technically don't need the airport. So is it like a like a drone type? It almost, yeah. Okay. So it just flies up and then it just takes off. But same thing, I think it only flies like 118 miles an hour, yada yada. And then there's a facility here that they want to uh, make sure they take out of. But the idea is that these things can do short flights. You won't have to go through an airport and do this big old plane. It can go like here to Miami, here to Atlanta, whatever. Oh, Atlanta, yo, we'll get you there in two hours or whatever, you know, something like that. Um, but yeah, they take off vertically. This one you need a legit like, strip, strip yep. to to take off in, but it turns into your car. So for the average person, man, this is some like Minority Report. I just know, think like, that I would imagine you have to get a pilot's license. Like this is not a driver's license. Yeah, it's gonna change. Like, you have to be right? yeah. Like yeah, this you is get to not... a stop sign, you have to look left, right, up and down. <laughs> 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 no, like, and you go, oh wait a minute, we can't stop. <laughs> Like, it changes. I mean, you see how slow we are with the drone thing. Like, for the FAA to pass, um, like, the drone regulation, it'll take a while for this. I think more than anything, it'll be the red tape because, you know, to your point, it's like you got to you got to get people, you got to get trained, you got to get a license. And yeah. how do you make rules for this? Like, there's gonna, you're going to be flying with planes and you're going to and cars. And, like, so do you go, hey, there's designated airports for this and, you know. You're not allowed, you know, you have to make laws. You're not allowed to just land in the middle of whatever, of a cornfield. You know, I'm sure some people will do it, but. And I would imagine you probably have to stay within like a certain uh, height level, right? You can't go too high. Right. I think it was at 8,000. This one goes up to 8. This one was, they were flying at 8,200 feet. I don't know. I don't know if that's the limit. Um, That's just what he was flying at this. That is significantly lower than an airplane. Trying to think. Yeah, don't, it's don't pretty they, low. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the product comes over like we're cruising at fifteen thousand feet. Yeah, it's more at five hundred miles an hour. <laughs> Dude, not for nothing. You're gonna laugh at me. So I think a commercial jet goes at like thirty thousand, something like that. Yeah. When I flew the like the private jet, that was at like forty five thousand. It messed yeah. me up, dude, pressure wise. Oh, and and it's funny because during it, I was like, "Yo, my head is killing me!" Like halfway through the trip, yeah. and they were like, "Yeah, it's the altitude." And I looked at the, you know, they have the screen in it, like they do on the on the commercial jets, where you can see how yeah. far you, you know, whatever. And I'm looking at it, and it's like forty. It's it's rotating from like forty four to forty five, forty four, forty. It's like, and I'm like, "Where's that high?" And I was like, yeah. "I'm like, dude, that's like fifty percent more than a commercial jet normally goes." And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, yeah, you, I, whatever." I guess the regulations of certain planes can go up to certain heights or whatever. But I guess from what the pilot was explaining to me was like, 
you depending on the weather conditions and then how fast you want to get somewhere you fly at certain altitudes plus certain planes that keep you there so that you're not you basically flying over the commercial jets or whatever like all this other shit yeah yeah, so it made sense but i didn't realize how much it would wreck me dude i was wrecked so on the way back i took sinus meds for uh uh, just to relieve pressure in my side and i got nothing coming back so you were wrecked during the flight i was wrecked like halfway through i got wrecked because and then i didn't i thought i was like oh i got i got a headache and then um come to realize uh it was that so on the way back what i did was before i got on the plane i took like a sinus pressure and i get not i was fine on oh, the way wow. back and it was like yeah you just gotta i guess release all the all the pressure and stuff in your head yeah and yeah so actually the pilot gave me the meds on the way back he went oh yeah you were wrecked last time he said you take this before we take off and i was like all right cool and then just that's but, dope yeah. you know what man when um and this is like getting into like the pilot stuff the pilot side of things um when i was in the marine corps there was I got stick time, what what they call stick time while we were in the air. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And the pilots were like, "Hey, anybody want stick time? Like, you know, come up." And this is a like on a, on a C one thirty. And um, when I went up there, I, I, first of all, my the chances of me like ever flying a plane, right? <laughs> it wasn't even on my list of like things to do ever. Oh but, no, you weren't like no. I mean, it was. It's one of those. I think it was more fantasy. Okay, right. Yeah. So when so when we're sitting in the back and uh, and one of the flight crew guys goes, "Yo, anybody want stick time?" and I'm like, "What do you mean stick time?" And he's like, "Do you want to fly that plane?" And I was like, "Fuck yeah, I want to fly that plane." <laughs> he said, <"This> is mad, <laughs> "Mad casual." <laughs> Take the wheel to my seat. Right? <laughs> so I go up there, man, and and um, there's obviously so there's dope. a there's a pilot and a co-pilot, right, and and an engineer up there, um, and so one of the guys one of the pilots give me the give me their seat and it kind of explains really quickly like uh like here's the here's the these gauges and he's like the horizon like try to keep it this line in this level right like don't go up too high don't go up you know kind of keep it on the you know t- t- showing me on a gauge where to, where to like keep real it. nonchalant about this shit yep. like you playing a video game yep <laughs> and then Bro, so so I do it, and and I'm and I'm kind of freaked out at first, right? So now, so I take the stick, man, and I'm going, and I'm trying to keep it right, and then, but then after a few minutes, I get bored, so I start to go like up a up a little bit, down a little bit, right? Just kind of like on myself, like playing. I was like, Yo, man, can I can I cut a left? <laughs> can I cut a left? <laughs> can I bank it? What's that way? <laughs> can I bank it? <laughs> because you know what. The scenery sucks. You're above the clouds. You just you can only see you so can't many clouds. See shit. And you know what's funny? I've always thought that. Like, oh, this shit sounds cool yeah. for like six minutes. Right. And then you're like, all right, that's it. Yep. As a as a matter of fact, I remember I've, I've worried that that's the disappointment yeah. from it. And so I, I I thought I was like, man, if you could fly lower and 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 have the scenery, I'm like, that would be cool. Yeah. But when you're up that high and you're above the clouds and above the weather, and it's great for when you fly, right? You don't have the, the turbulence and all of that. But it, yeah, it was boring. I could see that, man. Where you just go, the initial excitement of it is like, this is cool. And then yeah. you're like, yo, there's no birds. Yeah. No, no wonder you're trying to give this shit away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants stick time, aka I'm sick of this shit. I'm like, let me land this bitch. <laughs> Make a left at that cloud up there. <laughs> let me bank it. <laughs> Yo, you should have just started doing crazy shit. Like, yeah, tilting it left to right just to oh, see, just dude. for kicks and giggles, bro. That's why they don't they basically fly themselves now. They, they, what they do the fly by wire thing or whatever, where like the a dude was telling me, like, no, this literally takes off. 
And then he's like, I only take controls over because I get bored at some point in time. <laughs> he goes, it would literally take off and land without you having to touch anything. That's I was like, that's wild, man. That's so crazy. He's like, yeah, it's a fly-by-wire or whatever. So they're like, yep. it's like GPS thing. And then the plane just goes. I was like, that's sick, man. That's Dude, you figure this whole, that's why this car thing was fascinating to me. Like, we were talking about this a little bit before. It's like, dude, this is the ColecoVision and the Atari, like, to PlayStation and Xbox, right? Like, this is the beginning of, you know, 50 years from now. I wonder if it's going to be like, yo, we used to all go to a place and all, like, bus into the same plane and to go somewhere. Oh, so like, you think this you know shit what takes I mean? over? Like, eventually. Yeah, I think to a degree for short flights. Like, maybe you can't do it for, like, cross-continental flights, right? Maybe right. maybe the Australia flight is not a question from here or, like, you know, maybe even, even Europe. But... You figure, like, cross-country? Like, I, I don't know, unless you're in a rush. But you figure, like, if you're going 100 now, you know, five years from now, it'll be 200. It's only a matter of time before it's 500 miles an hour. And now you're like, oh, that's commercial jet, uh, you know, times. Right. Yeah, we can do that. And then, or tunnels or what, you know, like, I, I wonder, man, how long. Do those before- private planes uh, fly a similar uh, speed yeah. as a commercial yeah. aircraft? And I think because of their, so... It, it, because of the altitude of it, from what I understood is you don't have to go as fast because the altitude almost cuts, it cuts you know, however the physics of yeah, that shit works, yeah. it cuts time. So, like, uh, you know, I, our flight was, say, like, here to Vegas. We were in Vegas in, like, four and a half hours. And I think we made it back in less than four, which is, like, absurd for Get for the Vegas. tailwind. Yep. Yeah, that's what it was. You caught the tailwind, and then we were, like, here in less than, than four hours. So I think it took us four, four and a half to get there, which is about what a commercial flight to Vegas takes. It takes yeah. like four forty-five from yeah. Orlando or whatever. But um, yeah, it was just as quick. Yeah. It's it. Yeah. It's well, nothing. kudos to them, man. Carbon footprint of the week, Klein Vision. But uh, speaking of being high, <laughs> let's talk about Shakari <laughs> Richardson. <laughs> For those of you who do not know. I um, have not been watching any of uh, don't watch the sports. Um, Shakari Richardson is an Olympic track runner. Um, she's sort of like a, a, a hundred meter specialist. She's probably the fastest woman on the planet at this point. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Her her her, her uh, qualifying run was like record breaking, right? Yeah, I don't. I think so. Or was it just way faster than everybody else in the run? Whatever I, it was, I, I remember I, yeah. it was like a big deal behind her. Oh qualifying. yeah, it was essentially man. Like watching her is like watching the woman's version of Usain Bolt, to where she's pulling away so much from the other people, or from the other women that she's almost like looking back, like really. Like, uh, like catch me like if you can catch me okay and and if you guys have not um youtube her or seen her on the news or whatever she's almost like this uh i think she's 21 years old yeah she's kind of this this bigger than life personality very 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 sort of star quality um type personality where she goes out there she's got like the long nails she's got her hair done like her hair is like done yeah gets, and, and it's, it's like colored it's like orange yeah. or something yeah. <laughs> it's like different different colors of different races she's a marketing department's dream yeah if you're nike adidas puma you're like chomping at the bit because you're like this is this is it yeah like, yeah she's got the polarizing personality and then she's fast as shit. Yeah. Right? So, like, this was, like, the USA's hope for, um, you know, for, for, for gold, not only in, in the women's 100 meter, but also I think she was supposed to run in the um, the 4x100. Oh, okay. So she right? was supposed to do the relay as well. Correct. So, she, so the, as the story goes, 
um, she heard from she. I guess she didn't really have a good relationship with her uh, her mother. Yeah. But then hears like through a reporter that her biological mother died. And so goes through a reporter through a reporter. Oh, I didn't bro. know that. Yeah, I remember. I, I know that she had her mother had died. I didn't realize she was hearing it. Like, yeah, it was at the Olympic trials in Oregon. Was when she found out that like her mom died, and it was like I didn't see the interview, but I, I imagine it's probably like, oh, like how are you holding up after your mom died? And then she's like, what the oh, fuck? Fuck. Yeah. So anyway, um, obviously goes into some. Some bad feelings, obviously, because of that, and then and then chooses to smoke marijuana, or smoke marijuana, or ingest marijuana some way, somehow. I don't know if she smoked it. I don't know. Yeah, if she took, an took an edible, edible, whatever she did, whatever it was. But it's not allowed. And so, not only so the the uh, the punishment imposed for taking marijuana is thirty days. Okay. Right. And so she would have. So she would have missed the one hundred meter race, okay. just because of the suspension. However, she was eligible for the four by one hundred. The the committee for the U.S. said, "Nah, we're good." So the committee for the U.S. even took her off the. Even her she could have been on she that one. So there's a lot to, to unpack here. So right? much. Like, let, let's let's first address the 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 whole marijuana thing. It's fucking stupid. It's not a performance enhancing drug. My opinion. It is not like it is. No, it's not in my opinion. That that's just got to be a fact. <laughs> I, need Bro, look, I need to look that up. If you smoke <laughs> the world's fastest runners while you're on weed, you should get two medals. <laughs> like, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever been around anybody on weed, but it doesn't make them any faster. That's for damn sure. Yeah. In in anything. <laughs> in anything. <laughs> in talking. In a thought process. She, and... She'll be mad slow getting to the start line, <laughs> and then once the gun goes off, she'll be fast as shit. But she'll just be like strolling over there, bag of Doritos in hand. <laughs> like where at? Oh, over. You want me to be over there? All right, and just <laughs> take like twenty minutes to walk fifteen feet. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> so it's a stupid rule. I mean, in my opinion, right? Like it's like I kind of feel like there is. I think the country or this country anyway has has come so far in 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 the way that 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 marijuana is viewed and the way it's handled and it's been legalized in many in many different states we talked about this before on this on this show um obviously the olympics is a is a worldwide um competition and i know there are still many countries that that it's outlawed yeah and and the ioc set the rules and this is just and i guess and it also I'm pretty sure the state she tested positive in, it, marijuana is legal it's recreationally, legal. It, right? It was, was it Colorado? Uh, Oregon. Oregon. Okay. So it she tested positive in Oregon. So, so recreational marijuana is legal there. So she's not breaking the law, but she is, it, you know, it'd be like any other job. She's failing the drug test for That's right. that. Um, yeah, dude, I went through so many emotions, right? Because like you just said, it's a stupid rule. At this point in time, and this is where the this is where the, the 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 complexity with the marijuana thing lies now, because so many states are legalizing it, but it's obviously federally still illegal. So with that, there's all these components, whether it's uh, involves like the finances of marijuana or the job thing, or you know, like there's all these things that need to be worked out because it's like, yeah, you can do it here, but you can't do it there, and then you can do it here, but you can't do it there, and then you know, like, so like the initial thought was just like, yeah, this is stupid, but then you kind of go. They didn't surprise her with this rule. Right. She knew. She knew. Yep. Right. So like, you know, you're an Olympic runner. And listen, I, I can have empathy for what she's going through. But you're a 21 year old grown up. 
you have what is quite possibly the biggest time of your life coming up in the next 30 days. And in her exact words, like, no, I knew it was on the list of banned substances. I chose to do it anyway. So I'm glad that she's not playing kind of like the woe is me card. She's like, yo, man, I saw it on the list. I just, you know, whatever. I was in a weird space. I took, I I decided to do it anyway. So, so then I go, well, fuck. Like she knew the rule. We didn't surprise her with the rule. It sucks, but it's consistent with what they've done with everybody else who's tested positive. Because Michael Phelps right. has tested positive for marijuana in the past. He just didn't do it a month before the Olympics, right? He did it post-Olympics, and then he was banned from competition. Like, for three months, I think, Michael Phelps' suspension was when he got caught. Yeah, I don't weed. remember. And, and it was there was a bigger stigma behind weed back then. And then there is now because now you actually have a lot of states who who rec- like uh, who who've legalized it recreationally, you know, not just medicinally. So like I, I went through that. I went through the whole like this is weed, this is stupid. Then I kind of went to the whole, you know what, man? We bend the rules for people who are great in life. We do it in everything, right? We do it in business. We do it. We do it in sports. We do it, like people who are great. You go like, yeah, they're exception to the rule, though, right? Like we've all like you've managed people. I've managed people in the past, right? Like you have people who are late to work every day. And then you have the guy who's late to work once every eight months. And the guy who's late once every eight months, you probably don't even acknowledge that. You just let them roll because they do a good job and they're always never. And you just let it roll. Whereas maybe you get more. It must have had a good reason. Exactly. Right. Like, so you make exceptions in life for people who are exceptional at their thing. And I thought, well, make an exception for that. But then I went, you know, the same people complaining about them just let her race are going to be the same people who go, well, why do rich people get a pass on taxes? Right. Why do uh, why does, you know, whatever, somebody who's really good at sports, why do they get the pass here? It's like, well, because he's LeBron or because he's this right. Like these are the same people who go like, no, it should be fair. It should be equal. We should all follow the same rule. Well, then why do you want her to be separated from the rule? Because you strongly disagree with right. the rule? That's that's irrelevant in this case, right? And you figure the 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 girl that, that is taking her place in those events, maybe she's not as talented, but she probably trained equally as hard and abstained, you know, from smoking weed. Yeah. And just has has abided by the by the rules that are in place. Yeah. And you, like I've seen this whole thing where like people want to boycott the Olympics. It's like you're just hurting the other athletes. Like she's not the only person running in this. She's not the only oh, person I, of color. I have not heard this. Is that Dude, right? So many people are like on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, like all even pro athletes who are like or even celebrities who are just like I'm 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 boycotting the Olympics. And you're like, okay, that's hurting the, you know, I, I'm going to just take a crack at this, the hundreds of other black athletes, because they're like, you know, of course they have to turn this into a race thing. Oh, and it's God. like, so you're hurting the hundreds of other black athletes who trained their whole life, who were able to, st- who were able to like abstain from, irrespective of what was going on in their life, from, you know, doing weed or any other, you know, a, a banned drug, or were at least smart enough to know how to clean it out of their system before the drug test came about. Like, because maybe <laughs> right. they did do it, right? But, I, you know, like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I can have empathy for her and what she's going through, but you go, you know what, man? They applied, they didn't make up the rule on the spot. They applied the rule the same way they always did. She knew what she was getting into when she did it. It sucks. I would have loved to see her there. Yes, absolutely. I also think this raises her stock. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. She's more marketable now than she was a month ago. I didn't know who she was a month ago. Yeah, but you didn't know her because of the weed. No, but if you put her in a commercial now, people know who she is. If you if if, if she runs in the Olympics and she right. gets smoked, she falls by the wayside. 
Yeah. She true. just bought herself four years of celebrity until the next Olympic Games. Four years of a, yeah, of a and I think she's already a Nike athlete, right? But probably gets a bigger deal out of the Nike thing. Um, probably gets a, a Wheaties box anyway. Probably gets all these other endorsements because I think she's more marketable now because the stigma behind weed isn't as big as it was. We don't care. Like nobody cares. It's stupid. It's like the fact that weed is still illegal federally is the dumbest thing in the world. Like you can't justify it. Um, I think she's more marketable now than she was a month ago. You know what's funny, man? And, and you could be right on that. I, I I just said kind of like you, man. I went through like some emotion, like almost like an emotional roller coaster on this, where it's just like, oh, like you know, from from the it's from the it's stupid to, um, uh, well, she knew what she was doing, and then I think I think it boiled down to me was like, I'm being selfish. Like I want to see her run. Like I want to see her smoke other chicks. Like yeah. I want to, right? I want to see was it. Robbed of the opportunity to watch I'm, what yeah, she does. I'm robbed of the opportunity to watch oh, her, true. and it's like I don't give a fuck about her, you know. And not 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 saying that I don't, get, that I don't care about other people, but it's just like realistically, like you said, we didn't know who I don't she was know anything. I don't know anything about her, her background, who she is. Is she's a nice person? Is she not a nice person? I just know that she's fast, and she's from the U.S. And I wanted to watch her beat. Everybody else. Yeah. I want to watch a race to Polish chicken yeah. smoke it. <laughs> and then just be like, USA. Yeah, USA, right. right. It's so, it's, and it, at the end of the day, it's stupid, right? Because like you said, it's like any other job, there's rules associated with the Olympics. And she broke them. And these are the consequences. So she's been owning them. It's been everybody else. And I, and I, and I yeah. really think that it's that. I think that we're all just so selfish, man. That's like, a good point, man. Like, I want, like, we all want to see... Whether you go, oh, like it's, you know, we want to win gold medals and, and, and she's a, a, a hopeful to win a gold medal. Like we all just want to see everybody from the USA dominate every sport in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Even if it's freaking, what's the one? The, the, is, it, is it, uh, curling? Curling? The, the fucking, I don't even know the point. Yeah. But if you tell me America's lit at yep. it, guess what? <laughs> we, bro, we don't even watch any of the Olympic sports. But like you said, if you get a dominant athlete like that, like, We'll watch that event, right? Like we'll watch, um, what's the, what, what's the gymnast? Uh, Simone Biles. We'll watch oh, Simone Biles because she's about to smoke everybody, right? Like the only even, person, even if you hate gymnastics, yeah, yeah. you if you hate gymnastics, you're gonna watch the dominance, right? The only way she loses is to like the 12 year old Chinese chick who's like you know, illegally in the game, <laughs> but she's <laughs> stupid flexible because she hasn't gone through puberty yet, but like. <laughs> <laughs> Simone Biles is gonna crush everybody. We're like, yep, we'll watch that because we want to watch yep. the dominance. But we don't give a shit about gymnastics. We don't watch gymnastics for four years until this, and we only watch it if we know we have a shot. Because if the U.S. was ranked like fifth, or we knew we had no shot at getting a gold medal, yeah, it's getting no none play. of us would watch it. Yeah, yeah. and and like, to your point, I think so. First, I, I like I think that. You and I know who she was pre the weed thing because, like me, you probably watch Sports Center nightly or at least every other night. A couple times a week, you probably watch Sports Center, right? Absolutely. So we've all seen the qualifying run that she did, and we're like, oh shit, she's quick. Yeah, it's like, oh, who's the chick with the red who's hair? Who's the chick with? But dude, ninety percent of the people out there have no idea who she is until this, and then they go, oh, the chick with the red hair who's faster, she can't run. Um, Dito, like, uh, you know, she can't run. Blah blah blah. And now you throw her in a commercial. And so I just went, dude, this raises her stock. Because I go, the 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 worst thing that could have happened is if she was this, and then she goes, we don't have any reason to think she wouldn't just dominate. But if she doesn't, 
and she doesn't win anything, you go now. She now that stock that she just gained completely plummets because if, if she doesn't now, you go. She doesn't have to do shit for the next four years. And yeah. even then, if she never participates in an Olympic Games, dude, she's set. Ever now, the gold medal gives her generational wealth. I think the gold medal now makes her makes her. I don't even know Chris Bruce Jenner, whatever. Like the gold medal makes her that right. Like for the rest of her life, it's like Olympic gold medalist. Well, right. like she can ride that way forever. I still think this short term right now makes her richer. Yeah, I guess that remains to be seen. You know, oh, go, yeah. you know, going going back to the 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 whole like is. You know, obviously, marijuana, it, it, it's illegal. Um, I don't think it's a performance-enhancing drug. <laughs> but what if you go, well, I take this to ease my nerves, right? I'm out there in front of millions, and my nerves go to shit, and I use it for that. Is that an advantage? And if you say no, then I want to ask you, what about prescription medication that is not banned, say like a like an Adderall, something that helps some right that that helps people to focus in some scenarios? That's a great point, man. Because I think so. I think innately, like the things that make athletes, the difference between great, right, and legendary, I think is that it's the nerves, right? Like the difference between Tiger Woods and everybody else in the golf field is the fact that Tiger Woods is a stone cold killer right like you hear it all the time no nerves he's calm under pressure where he has the opposite effect or did during his prime of people looked at the leaderboard and went fuck either tiger's two strokes behind me or he's two strokes ahead of me and mentally that got in your head and the anxiety kicked in so i'm a firm believer that a lot of these pro athletes if you compare skill levels and it's not everybody right but skill levels a lot of them are pretty equal and what separates them is the nerves it's the ability to perform on the press. Dude, Derek Jeter, we have this conversation yep. all the time as an avid Yankees fan. Derek Jeter isn't great athletically at anything. Derek Jeter under pressure stone cold killer. is a stone cold killer. Yep. And that's what separates him from A-Rod. That's what separates the four or five rings, whatever, from A-Rod's one. Because under pressure, Jeter, who could be a career 240 you know, hitter, and A-Rod could be a 300 hitter and has you know triple the home runs, yep. he can't perform under pressure because of the nerves. So, like, I strongly would, in that case, I would go, no, the weed does give you an advantage. But to your point, then, do you create rules then for an Adderall, a Zoloft, uh, a Xanax? Right, uh, like, right. do you start going, like, I guess Zoloft, antidepressant, right? So you probably wouldn't do it there. But Xanax or, or um, what is it, diazepam or anything that calms nerves? Like, do you start going, yeah, you can't take any of that? Because in my opinion, at the highest levels of sports, Nerves are a huge advantage, or the lack of nerves is a huge advantage. Right, so if you can take a prescription drug to eliminate that, that essentially would give you an advantage. Dude, I've seen, I have to go back to Tiger Woods, but I, I, so I, I went to see Tiger Woods live here once, and obviously the crowd that follows Tiger Woods is massive. That has to be crazy. It's insane, and when you go to a golf event, you can just walk with that player from hole to hole. So... The crowd that's following Tiger is just huge. Dude, to watch a guy who I've seen all the time, like in other tournaments, hit like these amazing shots and sink. And then I watch that same guy paired with Tiger Woods and the amount of people around it and like the, the you know, the people holding their breath and all that and watch people completely melt down who you that you go, oh, that guy makes that shot all the time or that or or gets close. or And you watch these right. guys like shank balls or, you know, miss these putts that they should make. And you just go, 
it was on, they're not even against Tiger Woods right now. It's like day one, but they're against, they themselves, have, they're against themselves and they have, you know, 2000 people surrounding this hole right now. And they're not used to that. And Tiger Woods is up there like it's another day at the office for him, you know, and he's playing his thing. And you watch the, the guys paired up with him and you just went, wow, man. And it's funny. You go the next day to the same tournament. You watch that same guy. He's not paired with Tiger anymore. And he's hitting bombs. He's sinking putts. And you're just like, wow, dude, that guy looks like a completely different player than the guy I saw yesterday yeah. on the exact same hole. Because the thing about golf is you're playing the exact same hole for four days straight. Uh, so, yeah, you might be like, okay, I learned something from yesterday. But these guys play practice rounds all week. You know whatever, what to expect. You know how to play it. The nerves get you, man. And you would imagine as a as a pro golfer, you've everywhere where you actually play, you've probably played there oh, several times. Absolutely. You know, whether as an amateur or, or a pro. And they probably play it a few times a day leading up to, like, that week of, I think they play. You know, because golf is, like, one of those things, like car racing, where people are there, like, Monday, Tuesday, and the thing doesn't start till Thursday. Okay. So they're there playing, like, every day, doing practice rounds, whatever. Like, they know the course, right? Nothing changes. They know the course. The club doesn't change. Nothing else changes. The weather conditions might, but everything else is the same. What changes is that crowd and the stakes, right? Obviously, if it's Sunday, the stakes are higher and you're in the mix. It was like that to me was just like, wow, that guy is a phenomenal golfer, probably skill set wise, not that far off from Tiger. But Tiger there plays like he's playing by himself in the gym. And yeah. this guy is clearly playing in front of 2000 people watching him on that hole because they're there to see Tiger. And then like, yeah, it, it was just it uh, to me, the nerves thing, dude, makes such a huge difference, man. So that's a good point. I hadn't considered that because then do you ban prescription? Yeah, I mean, like I said, you know, in, in this Keeping it in, in, in this scenario with, with uh, Shakari Richardson and the rules that are in place, she knowingly broke them, you know, so she should have got, she did get her punishment. The 30 days I, I thought was probably, you know, whether it's right or wrong, you know, uh, my opinion is a little excessive, but I was actually really interested in the fact that after the 30 day suspension, she could have ran the four by 100 and they chose to give it to somebody else. And you're talking about her team. Yeah. You're talking about her team who wants to win. Right. They chose not to. Which So that's why I didn't buy into the, like, there was a race component to this. There was a... No, man. Aren't most of them black? I mean, what are you... What, ex- what are you exactly. Gonna, you can't pull that exactly, shit, man. man. Everybody in track and field is black. The fastest... Like, our fastest runners in the U.S. are black. Like, all of stop them. Stop it. Yeah. It, it's like, there's. it's not a race thing. People tried to compare it to Michael Phelps, and it was like, well, Phelps tested positive after the Olympics, and he got suspended for three months, and he missed, you know, whatever, the Worlds or whatever he had to miss. But also, and I know people were like, oh, well, who's to say that my Michael Phelps didn't test positive before that and they hit it. It's like, well, that's oh, we don't know that. Yeah, so right. you can't play. Well, then Shakari should have had somebody like hiding she, her yeah, shit. Hire Michael Phelps's team. Because <laughs> to your point, the U.S. would love nothing more than to have Shakari Richardson yeah. perform at their games. But clearly they've decided that, stupid or not, these are their rules, and she broke them. You know, like the part of, like I wanted to, I'm a firm believer in you make exceptions to the rule for people who are exceptional. And I thought, just make an exception for it because you just say, hey, the rule is 30 days. But then you go, you open up this can of worms for everybody else. Right. So the fairest thing was for them to go, yeah, sorry, man. Like, whether the rule is stupid or not, it's still in our rule book. We can't let it run because we wouldn't let the, you know, the fifth person down on the fucking, you know, Japanese roster run if they tested positive. Like, we. I, we, I do wish I would have been able to. And again, I don't know if she's completely out of everything. 
Um, but I uh, think, yeah, I think she's I out think of the Olympics. She is right. Like yeah, yeah. I think those were the two things. She didn't those, make those the, the two Olympic events. Team, yeah. She's sitting out all of it. Yeah, I, I would have loved to see her at least. You know, okay, you serve your thirty days and then and then be on the on the four by one hundred. But it's not and gonna then, happen. And then it gives you that taste of the what if, man. Right, right. Like you see her if she dominates that, or or even if if they lose, but she has this phenomenal time. Like, yeah, it's a shame, man. And you you think what she'll be twenty five next Olympic? Actually, no, uh, younger because we're only doing three years, right? Because this is the delayed Olympics. This is delayed. So you know, twenty three, twenty four. Hopefully, next Olympics. Um, yeah, man. You hope she gets a shot at it. Uh, I think you she could still be in her athletic prime at twenty three, twenty four as a sprinter. Uh, so she'll get a shot at it again. It's just a shame that she misses this. You know, whatever she's going through sucks. Bro, I heard somebody say they was like, the Jamaican team gotta follow the same rules. If they can stop smoking weed, why can't you? <laughs> but a Jamaican team out there warming up in bobsleds, they don't know what the fuck's going on. They're like, <laughs> they're like, that's a rule. <laughs> Yeah, did you see the, oh, uh, the the CDC this week? I did not, man. Bro, they put out a a, a new uh, public service announcement. Do I have to wear six masks now? <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> it, and it, it says, and I quote, don't leave your mark at the pool this summer. What the? Okay. okay. Is that what I think it is? There is a, and, and it's, it's a, <laughs> it was accompanied by this, by this gif that uh shows a little girl sliding down like a water slide and leaving a trail of poo behind her (laughs) (laughs) oh that's gross so essentially for the for for those of you who have not gotten it so far um they basically, it, it was it was all around like if you have experienced diarrhea in the last whatever I, I, I thought I wrote this down maybe I haven't but essentially like if you experienced it in the last twenty four hours like don't go swimming okay. like don't go in in a, in a public pool in a public pool yeah like don't like don't swim I mean I feel like that's a it's a like the fact that you have sense? to yeah no but it's not you know common sense is not common yeah you know what man I, I knew we were in trouble when they had to give out instructions on how to wash hands at the beginning of this whole thing and I was like who doesn't know how to wash hands <laughs> I was like what are you people dipping your hands in mud puddles like what are you not they had to give out all kinds of acronyms and songs and blah 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 like I'm like who doesn't know how to wash their hands some of y'all nasty man the, the, the shit with this is that you know like Twitter goes crazy on this so somebody goes, um, does that mean that I can take a regular shit in the pool? <laughs> That's a fair point. If they just go only diarrhea. Oh, my God, bro. Dude, one time at my, my son, oh. when we were, I don't know, man. This, he was probably like two years old or something, maybe three. Um, definitely old enough to understand, like, when you go take a shit, you need to go to the bathroom. So we're in our, we're in our pool at the, at the house. And this dude, um, he takes a shit, right? And we don't know. But then I see something in the pool, and I'm just like, did you shit? <laughs> you know? You're the only one here. <laughs> I know that's not my turn. <laughs> <laughs> did you shit? <laughs> so, so it's like, dude, like, get out. You know, like, go into the bathroom, um, you know, go finish up or whatever, right? 
Um, and he's like, I don't have to go anymore. <laughs> so he fucking, so he unloaded in the pool, bro. I took him outside. This is this this is this is probably uh child abuse, but I took him outside, and I'm like, and I was so mad, bro. So I took him out to the side there. I rolled out the hose with the cold water, turned that shit on, and I was like, pulled down his stuff, and I'm like, ah, you yeah, down his ass. <laughs> you bro, I, I hold him down outside. And then I go to the I go to the pool store like, yo, like this is what happened. Wh- what do I do? Do I have to drain my entire pool out? And this is what surprised me. The guy goes, well, he goes, I'm assuming you picked all the solid shit out of the pool, right? Yep. And he he, he hands me five gallons of chlorine and goes, pour both of these in there, and don't swim for like two or three days. And I'm like, that's it. And he goes, this shit kills everything. Yeah, bro. <laughs> and Chlorine then, kills bro. everything. And then it reminded me of, like, as a kid, I remember being in, in New York. We used to go to this pool. There was a pool that was close to us, but there was, we used to consider it, like, the ghetto pool. It was, um, I think it was Jefferson. And then there was another one called John Jay, and it was downtown. So we used to choose to go to that one. But I remember, like, at those public pool places, the smell of chlorine was so high, man. And it was probably just because of that, because of people that. are freaking peeing and dropping deuces in there by mistake. You have to. Or... You have to. Yeah, you be, I'd be burning this shit. <laughs> yep. And you think it's the chlorine. It's like, nah, bro, that's, that's so-and-so's too. <laughs> Dude, another one, another one, another Twitter thing that I saw, that it was like, imagine spending thousands at, on an art education and then being paid to uh, to create animated poo. <laughs> Bro, that shit is, dude. You right, man. The the whole, like I, I mean, thankfully, I didn't get my pool until after my kids were using the bathroom. In the bathroom, they they pee in it. I'm sure, but uh, I haven't had to deal with shit. But like, whenever you get like out, like I remember when I first got a pool, I didn't know shit, right? Like, so the times to run the pump, yada yada, whatever, right? And I remember the first time I was getting green shit in it, and the guy hands me like uh uh the powder. The shock. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. And and I have like an almost eighteen thousand gallon pool. Yep. This guy hands me a, a I can't even describe it, bro. Like a normal letter size en- envelope size packet of about. a powder. Yeah, yep. and he goes pour this in, and I went, bro, it's a big pool. <laughs> yeah, you might want to give me about four of those. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, no, that's it. Pour that in, and then like you know whatever, let it run yep. for twelve hours or whatever it is. Shit works. Sure enough, bro. That shit was crystal clear. I was like, what is in this <laughs> concentrated ass powder? And I'm swimming in that, bro. Like, I was like, that shit is wild, man. Dude, have you ever been in a pool with somebody's shit? Well, I guess your kids. Yeah. But somebody else's. Yeah, literally. <laughs> literally. Feet away from it. I was in a hotel pool once somebody shit in. Yeah. Yeah, dude. And so they, you know, they clear the water. Like, it's like being at the beach and they call it for like the shark and everybody comes running out the pool. <laughs> like, so the lifeguard's like, Bleh! everybody's running out and I'm, I get out and I'm like, oh shit, what's going on? Da, 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 da. Dude, not too far from where I was, there's like a turd floating. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then you see the diaper behind it somebody oh. somebody didn't put a swim diaper on their kid it, and then they shit it and then the diaper was it fell apart it was disgusting bro but dude to, to we were talking about before hour later we were all back in that pool though <laughs> they scooped that shit up Scoop they poured out. whatever in there we were back in there an hour later bro in a big ass pool probably burning 100. eyes yeah <laughs> like yo why is my skin itchy <laughs> but we were sweating. oh man yo, did you see this week uh marv albert Retired, oh. the voice of basketball. 
I didn't even realize he was still calling games or that he was that old. I didn't like, know he was that old. He's 80, right? 80, yeah, he's like 80. Wow. And they were like, hey, he's retiring, and I'm going, you know, I, I don't know, like, what is the, like, what's the right time to retire, man? I, I guess, I guess when you, maybe you'll feel it. I guess, man. Marv Albert got a part-time job, though. Like, uh, dude, not for nothing. So, a couple of facts on this dude. He was um, born in Brooklyn. So, he's a, he, the dude's a New Yorker. Born in Brooklyn, went to Syracuse University, um, also went to NYU, um, was the voice of the Knicks from 67 to 04. He was the voice of the Knicks for that long, dude? Yeah, that's what it said. Maybe that's why I saw him so much, I think. Yep. I saw a lot of him growing up. Yep. Also called games for the, for the Nets and for the Rangers. Um, he called every NBA Finals from 1990 to 02, to 2002. With the exception of three years. I know what you about to say. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, when they, said, when they were saying that he was retiring, I was like, oh, man, like, I love listening to this guy, right? Yeah. And I forgot about that. So they, he had a scandal back in the late 90s. Dude, the scandal is the first thing I think about. Yeah. I think Mario Albert. I think scandal, bro. Mario Albert was me too and people before me too was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> so from 1998, 99, and 2000, he was accused of sexual assault. Um, apparently, he was into like biting women. Um, he was into you know wearing like panties and garter belts. Um, but he ended up pleading guilty to misdemeanor assault and battery charges. Yeah, and then and then you know I just it, it then it brought me back to because I was I was reading that and and I go and I kind of remember it I wasn't I, I don't know why maybe I just really wasn't paying attention to the details at the time but it brought me back to that 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 Charles Barkley commercial from way back where he's like I'm not a role model and it's like these people a lot of people that we see on TV like we I don't I don't even know why we just maybe we just think that it's ultra cool to be on TV. But we revere them. So they have to be a perfect human if they're on TV. Exactly. And it's just like, yo, like these people deal with the same shit. You know, they're humans, man. They deal with the same shit that that, that the rest of us deal with. They're not perfect. They make a lot of freaking mistakes. Um, you know, he was good at what he did. And so for that, you know, in my eyes, he's he's revered for that. For that. But that's it. I don't know if the guy's a good human. He might be an asshole. You know, he might have, you know, whatever. Like, I just assume, you know, it's funny, man, the older I get, yeah. I just assume they're all fucked. Everybody. Because there's a, oh, we all, <laughs> yeah, we we're, all, all we're all a little weird, right? Like, but there's something, dude, I think that if you're great at something, whether it's announcing games, whether it's uh, an actor, whether it's uh, music, whatever, you're great because there's a little fucked up part of your brain that... <laughs> dismisses everything else but is really good at this like it's almost like all the brain power goes to this and you're real like dude think about anybody who's great at anything dude whether it's michael jackson r kelly prince all fucking weirdos right but they're really good at that one thing yep. i i just assume now that whenever i see somebody that they're just phenomenal you just go they have to be a a, a uniquely or not uniquely but a a flawed human being like the rest of us, probably extra weird or on the spectrum or something, right? Because there's something that makes you that great. And to me, you almost have to be a little fucked up. 
Yeah, I mean, look at even Michael Jordan, right? Like, growing up, this dude, we just thought this guy was like, the greatest athlete of all time. And it was kind of, you know, I think it was great to see him go into baseball and not excel to for us to go, oh, shit, like, it is just basketball. Like he's not gonna be a he's not gonna be a great president. He's not gonna be you know he he tried he, he's he insecure tried coach, like right? the rest he tried of coaching. Us. He tried coach yeah couldn't do that. He excels at playing basketball. That's it. And you go he's insecure like the rest of us. Maybe even more so, which is why he's so good at basketball because he's so insecure that it fuels how great he is or he uses that as motivation for everything else where most of us would be insecure it's like no this guy takes the insecurity into like a superpower almost and uses it as fuel to be great at that thing dude like yeah man i i I feel like you almost can't be (laughs) like good at something anymore without having that like weird dude there's there's a saying in like comedy circles like with, with comedians and stuff that's like um did you have a good childhood or are you funny (laughs) <laughs> and it's like and it's like because if you look at the best comedians ever they went through some shit so like they all have dark pasts or really weird childhoods or there's like instances of abuse or whatever it is it's like that shit is what's going to ultimately make you funny because it's like you've somehow figured out a way to channel that and ball that into like whether you incorporate it in your act or not but the almost the the insecurity behind that or the vulnerability behind that makes like the sarcasm and stuff come out harder. Like, so, so it's so funny. You hear like all the time from people to be like, Oh, did you have a good childhood? Or are you funny? Like, it's like, you can't be both. You couldn't have right. grown up like white picket fence, yada, yada, yada. And be funny. Like that just doesn't happen. Right. Like those are the exceptions to the rule. Like maybe, maybe that's like a Dane cook, but like you don't get like the Anthony Jesselnicks of the world, or you don't get like the Dave Chappelle's or like, without a little fucked up, like growing up or like, you know, Sam Kennison's and Richard Pryor's and all that. Like there's a little, weird shit going on there and that's how you get like the the magic that makes them them i would love to read a book about jesselnick oh my god like his like he is is there a book out like he might actually be the guy who grew up actually really well really but because i think jesselnick's thing was like he went to like a comedy class once and was like i can do this and then kind of just yeah like (laughs) of course he did of course he did yeah and then just went like oh yeah fuck it i think i don't know that he had I could be wrong. Yeah, I would read the book, but I don't know that Jesselnik is uh, like a dark, twisted grown up. But I think of like uh, Sam Kennison, who grew up like really fucked up. Who was well, like, didn't a, he had? Um, I heard a story about him recently, and I might don't quote me on this, folks. Did he get hit by a car or mm-hmm. some shit? Right, and then it changed him. Yeah, right. Like he was like a different kid, different dude. Then he got hit by a car, and it changed him. And it changed him. Do you look at Richard Pryor? Mm-hmm. Richard Pryor had. Uh, later wound up getting MS, um, had a really bad drug problem. You look at Richard Pryor's shit while he was sick and it's fucking brilliant, but he uses the, like, the MS. He uses the fucking drug addiction. He uses the, it's almost like you gotta do that to give yourself material, almost. But Richard Pryor, man, you go back, fucking, like, George Carlin. You go back and watch it. George Carlin was fucked. And you watch his old stand-up shit. And, He's and, so good, bro. Oh, my God. Dude. And the way it's aged, like 30 years later, 40 years later, you're like, it's still relevant. Like Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor special from like 79. You watch that now and he's talking about race. And he's talking about, and you're like, this shit is still going on. It's, like, relevant, it's aged yeah. so well that it's relevant. And it's coming from a person who's fucked up. Like, 
Yeah, man, I wonder, Marv Albert, bro, just, just, maybe he just needed his, like, it, I, that shit happened when I was, like, 11 or 12, and I yeah. think this is when the, this was, like, right when Jordan was retiring, and the Knicks had that really good team with, like, uh, obviously Ewing and, and, and uh, Allen Houston and Chris Childs and all that, and they were, like, making a final, I think they lost in the finals, I want to yeah, say. Yeah, no, Ewing wasn't on that team. He wasn't he on that team that no. lost to San Antonio and David Robinson. No, that was uh, that was. Um, I know it was Allen Houston. I know Alan, it was Chris Allen Houston Charles. was the was a star. On was that Starks team. already retired by then? Yeah, yeah. The the, the 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 Ewing Starks team that was like ninety four. Like that was like that ninety. I thought he was still on that team because they went they went um they lost to Houston. Matter of fact, I was in Marine boot camp when they lost to Houston. So I, I remember, like, I think because I was watching so much NBA back then, and obviously because of where I lived, it was a lot of Knicks games, but the Knicks were, were getting good. Um, Marv Albert was plastered over everything, and then I remember the scandal, and it's all, like, Sports Center and stuff would show at the time. So anytime anybody brings up Marv Albert, I almost even forget that he was allowed back in, like, to, yeah. to commentate. You know what I mean? Like, anytime I see him, I'm like, oh, shit, you're allowed to do this? <laughs> like, <laughs> we didn't cancel, cancel you? <laughs> I thought you were diddling people or whatever. <laughs> That dude, um, he he also worked on the Yes Network, um, worked on TNT, in which he still does. Matter of fact, he just retired, oh, right? TNT. Um, he made fifty three appearances on David David Letterman. Really? Isn't that crazy, bro? For what? I don't know. Just show up. I yeah. Hey, what knows, are you pushing? Man? A book? And yeah, I don't know. NBA Finals, like people aren't watching. Uh, fuck, I guess they need you to plug something. Yeah, I don't know. That's bizarre, bro. That's really, yeah. That's. I mean, Letterman was on for a long time, so who knows? Dude, you want to talk about weird shit and, and women. Uh, the What's the dude from the Dodgers? That's the pitcher from the Dodgers right now that has the whole scandal going on. Oh, no, I don't know. <sighs> Fuck, I don't want to fuck up his name because it's kind of serious. I think it's, I'm going to say Trevor Bauer. So uh, Trevor Bauer. Yeah, it is Trevor Bauer. So Trevor Bauer, uh, he's on administrative leave right now. Um, from the Dodgers because a woman has accused him of choking her and punching and hitting her during sex. So she was into that? This is maybe, his claim. Maybe then, not now. Right. So his claim <laughs> is like, it's consensual sex and she asked me to do that. I, I think we've talked about a story on here before where somebody <laughs> got in trouble because the chick said to choke him and he did and then it backfired. Right. Fellas, stop letting these bitches with daddy issues Loop you into this shit. <laughs> if she tells you to choke her, tell her you're going to need her to sign a form indicating that this is okay. Especially if you're a multi-millionaire. Yeah, if you're a multi-millionaire, you, you, you got to get it in writing. If you're going to slap her, get it in writing. If you're going to do some choking, get it in writing. Matter of fact, I'm not even kissing you until you write this shit down that I'm allowed to kiss you and I'm going to put the date and time and everything. <laughs> I'm going to pull out. You ever watch Big Bang Theory? I'm going to pull a Sheldon. I'm pulling out a, a relationship agreement, and I'm gonna make you sign this contract here, and we laying out the stipulations, bro. <laughs> like I'm not trusting. So he claims it was consensual sex. She's like, "Nah, I was in fear for my life." And he's like, "You asked me to choke you, bro." Like, <laughs> 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 who knows, man? I hope it wasn't him forcefully, that you know, sucks, whatever. Man. But yeah, it's, but if it's like, like there's, there's people that are that are into that, both men and women. Yeah, listen, so, man. This is why I would never do it. You'd be like, "Punch me," I'd be like, "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> to be like, are you whack? Yeah, <laughs> you're whack. Let me be. I already told you this dick mediocre. <laughs> Choke me. You're going to have to do that yourself. <laughs> I'll watch. <laughs> 
Oh no, I had not heard about that. Yeah, man, that shit. Listen, man, don't trust nobody now, dude. I, this is a litigious society we are living in. I'm gonna need signatures, bro. <laughs> I bro. might record you, like, and ask on tape. Are you consenting <laughs> to me <laughs> punching you during? And I might punch you once on tape and then just get your confirmation that that was okay. I'd be like, harder, softer, or was that the right amount of force? <laughs> I had a story, man. A dude that I used to be in the, Mar- in the Marine Corps with told me a story about him um, <laughs> having consensual sex with somebody, but it was like him and his boy. They were like um, in separate rooms. Okay. And he could hear the other couple, and and the girl goes, "Hit me." <laughs> <laughs> So I guess, so I guess the dude, I don't know, maybe he slapped on the ass. Or something. This is this guy telling me the story, right? And then she goes, hit me. And so I guess he, I don't know, slaps her again. And then she's like, she, she goes, no, pussy, hit me. <laughs> no. He gave her a kidney shot. <laughs> he punched her. He punched her in the kidney. <laughs> he gave- <She's> like, <laughs> I'm like, was that good enough? <laughs> nah, see, now this bitch on dialysis. <laughs> Hit me, you pussy. <laughs> see, bro? I don't want none of that, bro. Uh, that shit, fuck that, bro. Hit me. Yo, can you imagine being the dude in the next room and then the girl? And you like, yo, I don't know what we doing, but it's not that shit. <laughs> Or you, or you look at it depending on how young you are. You look at it and go like, "Are you, do you want me to? Are <laughs> yeah. you into that?" If you don't know, right? And you like, should I? Hit am you? I supposed to be doing yeah, that? Am I supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I would have so many questions. I'd be like, "How? It, <laughs> is it closed fist or open? Is it ass cheeks, face? Am I just am I kidney shining you? Like, what do we? It would just kill the mood. Or like, or like the, the <laughs> or like the choke shit, right? And you go. Like how much? Because I've seen shit where women will like it to that. Um, like they, like they want to almost pass out. And they want to pass out because it's the euphoria of the lack of oxygen gives them the rush or whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. Fuck that, bro. Yeah. What <laughs> like, be like? Be like slapping a. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up. I mean, bitch. I'm not Ted Bundy. I don't know how far this could go before you dead. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna need you to say pineapples or whatever the fuck the safe word is. <laughs> Point, do something. See, nah, bro, I'm out. <laughs> I don't need that shit on my conscience. Can you imagine, bro? No, bro. Be like, oh my god, dude, you, you gotta explain that shit to your kids. What if your wife's into that and you gotta go? Like, what happened to mom? Listen, <laughs> why she got black and blues on her neck? <laughs> <laughs> Mommy been sleeping for two days. <laughs> you like leave her alone. My- why mommy brain dead, daddy? <laughs> she looked like a drowning victim. Well, <laughs> mommy called me a pussy and told me to choke. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's yeah, funny. That shit is wild, bro. Yo, man, I heard this story this week, man, of this, like, it's like a joke gone bad, man. <laughs> so this fucking Ohio uh, police chief had to resign. The guy's name is uh, Anthony Campo. Um, chief of Sheffield Lake Police Department. Okay. Anyway. This is Ohio, you said? Ohio. Okay. This guy, so he's, and he's caught on tape. So it's like this tape that's in the precinct, or this, this camera's in the precinct. This guy goes over to um, someone's desk 
and there's like this, uh, you know, the yellow like rain jackets that the police wear. It says police on the back. Okay, yeah. So yeah. that's draped over the guy's desk, and you can see the guy go over to the printer and he prints out something and he puts it over the police part, and then leaves it there. And there's other people kind of walking around and stuff, so nothing that he's seems to be trying to hide. And so when the guy, then the 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 guy who owned the desk, I guess, the guy who was uh, stationed at the desk, comes back, happens to be a black guy, um, sees this thing on his jacket. What he put on there said, Ku Klux Klan. Oh, shit. Right? And so I had read, before I watched the video, I had read like uh, some of the article. And, and, and at first, of course, it just goes like, oh, like Ohio, you know, police chief, like, you know, puts Ku Klux Klan you know, over a black officer's desk or something like that. And I was like, oh, my God, man. Like, these are guys that you... I, I, I think that police, military, your friendships, you know, with your coworkers are more than friendships. It's more like a family because you guys are potentially, especially for, for being a cop, right? I think that you guys, you guys are going out there risking your lives on a daily basis and you got to have each other's back. So it's a different relationship. Yeah. So my initial uh, reaction was just like, Oh my god, this is horrible. This is somebody who works under the chief. Like fuck, like, this is horrible. But watching the video, I see the 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 black officer come in. He sees it and it appears to be like a big joke. He's laughing. The chief comes in. You can't hear anything. Okay. Another officer comes in and they're kind of like they're kind of like joking, laughing it's about it. Probably some like inside joke. Dude, the dude had to resign, man, because the 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 officer complained about it. And then when it got to like the mayor, the mayor was like, nah, like you can't be here anymore. These days, man, you can't. Like, and I was just like, fuck, man. Like, I listen, bad definitely a, a joke done in bad taste. For sure. Right? But like we always say, man, intent matters. And they were saying that this guy, like like that chief, like he hired that guy, and had like gone to bat for him for things. So it wasn't so it, this. It just wasn't racially motivated. Stupid joke and it's poor a, taste. Right. Though. It's yeah. a stupid joke, which we've all done a million times. And that was my that was my thing to you, man. Where I go, like, how many how many things do like especially as guys that we say to each other? Oh my god, bro. That's you know that dude. How much shit have you heard me say? <laughs> I'd have had a hot mic on at all times, bro. Oh my god. Dude, like that, both like you said both of us. The shit we'll say, obviously in jest, right? Never again. The intent matters. It's just that shit's funny to us. That yep. wouldn't be funny to other people, right? Or it would be, but everybody feels like they have to be like you don't want to say PC, it. right? You don't want to say it. I say fucked up shit all the time, dude. If you left the mic on around me all the time, oof. <laughs> <laughs> never get a job. Nope, dude. I say crazy shit, and I say crazy shit almost for the like. You almost like have to grab the obvious jokes like that, right? And and in this scenario, there's probably like inside jokes that they're aware of. I would of imagine so. That which is what gave him the comfort to do that. Now, obviously, it's like, bro, we're at work. Like, probably should have been thought out better. But he probably felt comfortable enough to do that, thinking like, yo, this guy's not going to take it that yeah. way because. But you just never know, man. And like I said, it wasn't anything. Even watching the video, you can see him kind of like nonchalantly print this out. There was people walking through the office, and again, that officer comes in. He sees it. Another officer comes in who happens to be a white officer comes in, kind of sees it too. 
And then they and then the chief kind of walks in and and they're not like bellowing laughing, but it's kind of like <laughs> like like it doesn't seem at that moment anyway that it's a big deal. I don't know if the guy went home and thought about it and, and maybe they let it play on him. Um, I would have liked to see something like that play out differently where you go to the chief and go like, yo, man, that shit really bothered me. Like, I know that we joke around like that. Right. But that shit's not okay. Yeah, like, right in front of my peers, out in the open. Yeah, like, that's not cool. You know what's funny, man? I think, too, we have a problem with when it seemingly feels like you're punching below the belt. So, like, had this been reversed? Had the black guy done it so the white guy and put Ku Klux Klan because maybe like some comment like, oh, you're a Klan member and done it. It gets zero play. Because as a society, we've already kind of determined that, yo, you can make fun of white people because there isn't there's this hierarchy there that we've made imaginary or not or whatever that we feel like if you're a black guy or a brown guy or an Asian guy or whatever, punching up at a white person, you're punching up. But if you take a shot at a minority, quote unquote, right then you're punching down and that's when where we've seemed to like yeah we're not cool with that we draw the line because we've made this thing where almost as a society we've gone like because of the history or whatever it is we've gone like no white people are up there so you can attack and do whatever you want to them because they're kind of like the yeah bully. and that's and that's bullshit. you know what i mean yeah it, it it's yeah it, i think the problem is is that you're never going to make real progress until all that feels equal Right. Until you can joke on both sides. Dude, I say like, you know, like like we'll say, oh, um, you know, the like the N word is is off limits. But then people say cracker. And when used in a certain context, it's meant in a derogatory manner. I don't no, give yeah, a shit dude, what anybody Chris says. Chris Rock's one of his biggest bits is the whole cracker ass cracker. And then he goes off and people quote that all the time. No one's ever batted an eye yeah. over that. Like it's, and I think it's that. I think it's the feeling of like you're not punching down, um, because for whatever reason we've gone like, no, white people, you guys have had a pass for the last three hundred years. You guys have had a good, like you guys can take a little bit of abuse, and maybe that's fair. I don't know. I don't. I, it doesn't matter to me. Like I just like for me, there's so little that I that I get offended by. Like I guarantee you, I've got friends or people that I know who might have used the word spick. Not once has it bothered me. I've been called a spick by people who've meant it in an offensive manner, and I'm like. Huh. Yeah, it doesn't really bother yeah. me. Yeah, I'm like, that's the best you could come up with, bro. Like, <laughs> I'd be disappointed. Like, <laughs> I like of all the shit you could have. That's that's the one. Cool. But I've also had people who I was cool with, who maybe we had inside jokes. I might call that. Sh- I might call myself that. And again, I think the intent behind it is is to me what drives the reaction, or what should drive the reaction. What should man. drive it? Yeah, yep. it, it's just yeah, man. I don't know, dude. Like the, and I think most people feel this way. I think most people are afraid to say they feel this way now because of this climate that we're in. But honestly, man, I, I, I think the less attention we pay to it, the the less important it becomes. I think as more people are just willing to go about their lives and just be like, yeah, fuck that. That people are offended. Like you go. The problem is, is that all these companies feel like they have to make up for this, like, for this like lopsided. Uh, I guess status, if you will, between haves and have nots or minorities and, and, and whites and whatever, like everybody just feels like I think they have to make up for these like two, three hundred years of oppression. And so it just makes this like climate super odd, depending on what side of it you're on, because you're like, I don't really know how to act right now because we're supposed to be sort of kind of quote unquote making up for this, but also I want to feel like I can banter with you the same way I banter with anybody else. So then, and I feel like you can't, you can't make up for history. History is just what it is. Yeah. 
all you can do is just move forward. And if you move forward with, you know, with a, with an open attitude and, a, and you know, move forward with love and, right, like love and respect for, for everybody, then That's, all that shit, all that shit goes away. Goes away. Dude, did you see the shit with uh, Rachel Nichols? No. So this, like, is a, like a this perfect. Is the ESPN? ESPN. Right? Rachel yeah, okay, Nichols, yeah, you know, yeah. covers NBA. It's been on. NFL. Uh, anybody who watches yeah. ESPN, yeah, yeah, you would know who Rachel Nichols is if you don't. China, she's a redhead, kind of pale looking. Like you, you'll you'll watch ESPN. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Anyway, so Rachel Nichols, uh, a video or a audio leaks this week from the bubble last year. I okay. guess there was a hot mic on somewhere nearby that something was being recorded. Oh, God. Uh, of course, Rachel Nichols is talking to one of LeBron James's people. Um, it's obviously off record kind of conversation, and she's talking about Maria Taylor. So Maria Taylor is a black yep. um, chick from ESPN. Also does you recognize she does NFL coverage, does baseball. She does, was is she former M, uh, WNBA? Uh, I don't know. Question. I'm not sure. But anyway, might be. Yeah, but but uh, again, ESPN analyst does the sideline reporting, yep. does host shows, whatever. Anyway, Rachel Nichols evidently loses. Uh, Rachel Nichols hosts the Jump which is an NBA show. Obviously, her big thing is the NBA. She also usually hosts the NBA Finals. Um, so I guess that they were trying to replace Rachel Nichols with Maria Taylor. And so, and the NBA just Finals. Like, just for the Finals? Yeah. So okay. Rachel Nichols has done this whole show, like, yeah, yeah, I'm the one always hosting these things. And then suddenly right. it's like, hey, for the Finals, we're actually going to have Maria do it. She is on tape going like, hey, you know, basically she was a diversity hire. Like, hey, it's fucked up, you know, basically like, hey, Maria gets NFL, Maria gets, you know, MLB, Maria gets blah, 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 like, and now they want to give her my job because of their shitty record on diversity. They feel like they have to make up for it. Uh, so now I lose my job, not because I suck, but because they have to make up for their shitty stance on diversity or their shitty practices in the past, which, by the way, as a woman, I have felt before, yep. and I finally have my opportunity, but now I'm losing that to her. Because they have to obviously have a minority hire, which sounds fucked up on tape, I guess. Nope. But when I do, so no, of course don't. the headlines go, oh, Rachel Nichols uh, says Maria Taylor's diversity hire. And it's like, no, listen to the fucking tape, dude. Since She's everything. basically mad that she lost her position and goes, hey, your stance. She never said Maria Taylor is not deserving of right. the job. I think in fact she goes, hey, I like Maria. Maria's good at her job. Like, this is why she's got all these opportunities. But I'm losing mine because they feel guilty about how they've done this in the past. Yeah. As far as women go, as far as minorities go. So now I'm losing my spot. And then that was all in the heat of the whole BLM stuff. Exactly. And so, yeah, I so totally now it comes, that. And you go, like, you talk about Rachel Nichols, who's covered the NBA for probably 20 plus years, who's all her co-hosts are black, right? All everybody on her show who that she does the jumper black. And so now, of course, it's like, you know, Ray, Rachel Nichols is racist and da 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 And you're oh like, my listen gosh, to bro. the fucking tape. The tape would be what any of us would say. We would go, yeah, I just lost my, my job or a coveted position on this show because these guys feel guilty. So now they're making up for it. So I lose my spot. Yeah. Not because I suck, but because I, because, because she's black and they feel guilty about how they've treated black people. And so now I lose my job. I, to me, th there's fucking nothing wrong with saying that. Dude, as you were going through that, there was nothing that I. That no, I dude. But if you read the headlines. Yeah, of course. Rachel Nichols says Maria Taylor only job uh, only is was a diversity hire. And you're like, all right, man, listen to the dude. dude. I try to explain that kind of stuff to my kids all the time because they'll especially with tiktok right tiktok is is i don't even know what is it like 20 seconds or whatever whatever the, the, oh, the limit the, is the for limit, TikTok, yeah. right so they're, they're fairly short videos and so this is my kids way of the news the world news essentially right and so they'll always come to me and go 
oh, well, I heard that, let's just say in this case, right? Oh, I heard, you know, Rachel Nichols was, you know, a racist. And I'm like, oh, really? Like, what does she say? And then they'll just come out with a soundbite. And I'm like, yeah, like, you really need to um, hear the whole thing. Yeah, in context. Right. And then, and then I go, and then I, I use the example for, for one of my sons who's, he gets fired up, right? And so I go, I could create so many sound bites of you when you're fired up and then go, Devin's a horrible person. And here's why. Look at, look at the stuff he's that he says. He's got anger management issues. Yes. And then you just play the, right? yeah. And then I can go, and, but on the, on the flip side of that, he's like this uber confident, like happy kid. And I go, and I can tell the story about how you're amazing. And I can give sound bites of you being ecstatic and, and, and you complimenting people and you just being, you know, just being excited about, about life. And I'm like, you, please, you got to be careful with these TikToks that are, that, are, that are just showing you tidbits. I go, because you can make anybody out to be whatever you want. And they're designed to give you clickbait. Yeah. They're designed to give you, like, you, you don't get any... You don't get the reach if you're not if you don't have clickbait, and and that's what headlines are, right? Headlines are whether whether it's online or in a newspaper or what have you. That's what headlines are. They're essentially like, oh, look at this big topic. Please keep reading. Please keep reading, dude. It's funny. We were talking about this off air earlier, but there's a guy that I follow on YouTube who um, I can't think of the name of the channel, but he he basically he's a he's a kind of average guy, but his whole thing is he does shit with supercars, right? So he he um he started a business, he sells parts, he has his own like Ferrari that he works on, he has friends that call him and he does a lot of the work by himself. So a lot of the channel is him recording himself doing whether it's like an oil change or an exhaust change or whatever, like modifying the cars and it's like and it's usually high end cars, right? Okay. Um so but I, he's I, like he, but he's like a Joe. He's like a, yeah, he's an average guy. Average, yeah, yeah, Joe. average yep. guy. So that's what it is. Like the, actually, the thing is like normal, normal guy supercar, something like that is like the name of his channel. Like normal guy supercar, whatever. Like so. Anyway, so it's funny, man. He had a video that I actually watched this morning where he talks about like the channel and the growth and how he got there. And one of the things he mentioned was the core of his channel is hey, there's this car. Like he'll have friends of his, for example, they're like, oh, so and so has got a Maserati. We're going over today. I'm gonna help him change out his brakes, okay. and it'll be like a video of him changing out the brakes on his Maserati. Right. And um, he'll go, that's the core of my channel. That's why most people tune in because they go like, oh, I'm changing the brakes on my Maserati. How do you do that? And then you'll get to him. Right. Or you already follow him. And he goes, that's the normal. That's for my core audience. That's what people really like me. The way I grew the channel, I had to use like uh, conflict. I had to use clickbait titles. I had to oh, do. Wow. And it's funny because he'll go. And so uh, eventually you have to accept that you're going to make videos that like, yo, this is for my my core. This is for growth because he goes, the only way you get growth is through conflict because of the way the algorithm on YouTube is designed. So he gave like a, oh, cop disrespects me or whatever. Like, and even the opening to his show was like a cop going away. So you're recording, you doing all this nefarious activity. And it's like, he gets caught somewhere where a cop pulls him over and he's like, oh, I'm actually making a YouTube video. Right. But he snips it down to where it looks. And so the headline to it is like super like, oh shit, you know, this cop like, fuck. Right. and then you watch the video and it's like, okay, it's not that bad. But he goes, yeah, all this uh, it's, you know, so he'll do all this other random shit. Like, oh, why I regret buying a blah, blah, blah. I'll never hang out with so-and-so again. And he goes, those get the most hits ever. Not the core ones, where which is the reason I started the channel, which right. is like, how do you change the oil on my 458 Italia? You know, and it'll be like him doing that. People want the conflict, bro. And it's funny. He mentioned he goes like every he goes. So I purposely will go. This video's for growth. 
because I want to start gaining more followers. And this video is for my core audience. And he goes like, and I just rotate between that because I can't grow. He goes like, you can't. He was like, sadly, you can't grow doing the whatever the content is that doesn't have conflict. Oh, it takes you really long. Oh, it takes you longer. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, that's a good. Yeah. So people. We- Dude, when, we, when we first started, man, I had gotten a piece of advice that was like, oh, man, you guys should, you know, you guys are very much alike and you should have somebody on the show that gives like the opposite view. And I was like, nah, like, I mean, I, I, I can understand why, you know, somebody would say that. And, and it's probably like that, like the experience of of seeing what people click on and, and, and the growth. And I was just like, yeah, no, ain't that kind of shit. We would we would grow way faster if we disagreed on half the shit we talked about or more. Like, right, we would grow because it would, like, every headline or every, like, video title, you could just be, like, you know, whatever, something that conflicts, like, we argue about blah, 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 or whatever, right? People are going to be like, oh, shit, what, like, because I've heard that, too, where people just go, oh, you guys should have shit where you disagree more. And I'm like, eh, like, we're not skipping, Shannon. We're not, like, yeah. it just, I was like, we, it doesn't come off natural. I was like, when we disagree, it's authentic, and, and we'll disagree on it, whatever, and I go, and then we agree, it's authentic. Like, none of it is... We're doing it for the list or, for or for the clicks. Like, uh, I'd rather, like you said, it's going to be slower, but I'd rather do it that way where yeah. it's authentic versus. Now, is that to say that we won't, and I don't want to say mislead because it sounds shitty, but if we have a video where I might go, okay, you know, we think about this even of the titles of the episodes, like what title is going to make you go, fuck, I want to listen. Like, what's that all about? Yeah, of absolutely. course. Right. But yeah, you, I, I never want to purposely create conflict if it isn't there. Right. Like if we disagree, it comes off natural and you know, like I think the conversation is different and it's better because we disagree and the passion's there because it's authentic. Right. right. Like I, I just couldn't make it up, man. But yeah. And I, you know, I've, I've always told you this, man, like I, I may lean, you know, left or right on, on a certain issue, but new information comes, you know, comes around and, and I, and I could, that, that could sway me one way or the other because I go, Oh shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Same. I'm just not. I'm just not that that sort of that concrete on on most issues because I just go. I only know what I know. Right. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. And then once you give me information, I go. Like, yeah. We've done stuff on here where I come into it with one opinion, and by the end of it, I'm like, you might bring something up, where I'm like, oh shit, I hadn't even thought about that. And I'm like, all right, that changes it for me. Yeah. You know, like. So yeah, I think people are just so bullheaded and stuck on stuff. But yeah, her thing, man. I, I'm like, I feel like be obviously should have been smarter. And aware that there was a mic around and it was hot and it was recording and yada, yada, yada. Maybe who she was talking to or where. Maybe that's a conversation that should happen behind closed doors. Yeah, but you know what, man? Fuck, man. Like, but how many of why, us would complain yeah, about that why, at work? Dude, dude why, can't we, why, why, why can't we be ourselves and still be good at our jobs, right? Like, if, if, if I'm pissed off because somebody of another race got my job and I know the reason why they got it and it's not because of... You know, I think that they're less skilled, but I think the reason they got it is bullshit. Like, why can't I? Should be able I don't to say give that. A shit if it's on a hot mic, man. Why can't I say that? I want to be able to say that, and because that's how I feel. Yep. And honestly, man, to me, this makes me like Rachel Nichols more because she has such a clean cut reputation that you go, oh, Rachel got a little spice to her. Okay, like, 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 like I respect the fact that, like, oh, okay, you were, you you said that. Now, I wish you would come out on air and just be like, listen. And evidently, there's been this strife behind the scenes because this video is from last summer or the audio. It just happened to leak now. But internally, I guess they've all known about it for a right. long time. And I guess some of the beef is that ESPN suspended the person who leaked the audio but didn't suspend Rachel Nichols. But I'm like, there's nothing to suspend her for. She made a comment, like you said, it was her feelings. It was about a job. She wasn't racist about it. She wasn't. Right. She called you out on your shit. Yeah. 
or she called you out of her frustration by like whether or not maybe they felt like Maria Taylor is better than Rachel Nichols. And, and maybe that's the, the facts about it. But Rachel Nichols is allowed to feel frustrated and go, hey, you guys have sucked on diversity. So now you're replacing me with somebody. Right. Who now, fits now, that mold for you. I think it would have been different if she would have been like, you know, they suck on diversity. So now they replace me with this N word. Right. You know that's what I mean? completely that's different. different. Yeah, Again, Rachel so Nichols then you has go never like, made us feel like she was racist. Oh, and then, then you go, oh, okay, well, that is, that's who you are. Right, so that this this thing pissed you off, and that's really who you are. Yeah. So 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 yeah. Now I have an issue with you. Now I'm not watching your show. But for her to be frustrated in 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 this context, man, I have no issue. Yeah, with but that. I mean, the strap on the scene. Listen, I don't feel bad for Maria Taylor. She has a her contract expires uh, in a week, and she has a three million dollar a year offer from ESPN on the table right now, which is triple her current annual salary. Oh wow! And evidently, Amazon and I think. Uh, Amazon and NBC are are after her as well. Make her offer. So Maria Taylor's gonna she's be good. fine. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Her coverage is great. Like yep. I was go. Yeah, if she was on that, I would still watch the show. Right, yeah. the 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 pregame. Rachel Nichols probably has one of the few pre and halftime shows in NBA that you're entertained by because of the dynamic with her and the guys. Like right, she, whether it's Matt Barnes, who I I really like as a commentator, like yeah. that too, or, or Perkins or whoever. Like it's a fun group of people that she does the stuff with. Like Maria Taylor's good too. So you like. I don't really care. Put either one there. Like, it doesn't matter. But, yeah, I just, it's funny to see the headlines and the way they blow it out of proportion. I'm like, people, listen to the tape. Listen to the full thing. And you'll go, oh, yeah, put yourself in her shoes and you would probably feel the same way. Absolutely. Yeah, you'd be like, I'm suffering because you fucked up. And now I got to pay for it. So, yeah, I mean, it's what it is. I think the climate we're in right now, everything becomes racial or people are afraid to make it seem like, or people are afraid to, I guess, even hint at, like, the, Hey, you're a diversity hired. I don't mean that as a knock against you. I mean that as a knock against the company because they're feeling guilty about what you know. Whatever. Listen, I'm pretty sure I've been a diversity hire at some point in time. I'll fucking take it. I don't care. Like, <laughs> How we doing on time, bro? Uh, dude, shorter than last week's. <laughs> Listen, man. You know, sometimes oh, shit, we get. Man. I get complaints sometimes when they go, "Oh, you went, <laughs> we you went too long. long." But then I got other people that go like. Yo, man, I wish you guys go longer because I have a, you know, I have a long drive or. That, that's why y'all got pause on your thing or escape. <laughs> <laughs> you got anything else? Oh, shit, man. Dude, I, let me see if I did that. I can't wait. Uh, actually, man, last one. Probably I, we should bring this up before it gets old. You seen this? Dude, this is egregious, bro. Speaking of wild shit. You seen this mom that was sentenced to 102 years in prison, bro? For what? Bro sexually assaulting her daughter's male friends during sleepovers so she shit like that never happens to me that's what i said bro she's 38 she sentenced 64 to 102 years for assaulting two of her daughter's friends i forget i didn't take the age here but they're teens bro they're teen boys listen she not she's not forcing these kids yeah. to do anything <laughs> 102 get out of here yeah bro. you said shit like that never i'd be like who's Hey, we going to Bridget House again this weekend. <laughs> you be like, damn, you guys are sleeping over there. It's awfully long. Bridget Mama make the best cookie. <laughs> how fucking nuts that is, bro. 102 years, bro. No, but how but how crazy is that if you flip it to a male to female? Yeah, we have a totally different outlook. Yeah, it's of a that. double standard for sure. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. also, bro, a teenage boy is capable of defending himself. 
Like yeah. if the teenage boy didn't want to be in that situation, he wouldn't be. Yeah. A 15, 15 year old me would fuck you up at thirty. A thirty eight year old mom, bro, you like five foot. If I don't want to be there, I'm not gonna be there. Yeah. Or I'm walking into your bedroom and I'm unzipping because I know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Bridget went to sleep. So who, so who got her out? I don't, I don't know if it was the boy said something. So this is great because they're teenagers. First of all, I'm, I'm, you can't I'm keep just, their mouth shut. No, of course, who knows, bro. Be- because yeah, because they all go back to school going like, yo, you got to sleep over. You got to. <laughs> My mama put you to sleep real good. Yep, she sing you lullabies. <laughs> So, but this is what's even what's even more strange is that so this this teenage daughter is having is bringing boys yeah that shit was odd. that is already odd but man I wonder if I wonder if it was the mom going like yeah bring invite them over yeah maybe yeah yeah maybe yes that's a good point maybe she's like a uh, a uh, Ah, like a like a pedophile like that like a yeah. what, what's the word like um yeah that's right no but uh cougar a predator no a cougar? Like, like you're a cougar. <laughs> like a real young listen in her defense 15 year old me could go like four rounds in a row <laughs> maybe she's trying to get, <laughs> maybe she has to stamina she's trying to get more than one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 15-year-old me didn't know what flaccid meant. <laughs> so maybe. Juan, why is it always up? Yeah. I'll be like, what you mean? <laughs> what you mean up? <laughs> you mean there's another mode for this? Where's the, where's the button? <laughs> I woke up like this. Yeah. <laughs> You mean you don't pee leaning against the wall? She's <laughs> <laughs> been tucked in my belly button for months. <laughs> Dude, that shit is so fucking crazy. Oh, man. 102 years, bro. So I'm assuming, like you said, teenagers can't keep their mouth shut. So I'm assuming. It, I, it, I'm it just sure got it was out, the story. Right? I just didn't take. Yeah, it just it got out be, somehow. Just got out. Maybe the, maybe the daughter found out because she was trying to smash the boys and got mad that the mom got there first. <laughs> Mom, you brought him here for me. <laughs> you always do this. Dude, 100, so 102 Dude, years. Dude, 64 to 102. And then it was something like she's not eligible for parole until like year 30. It, whatever it is, bro. It's too much, bro. It is, it's cruel. And listen, even if she was a predator, like I was thinking about what you said before. Even if she was like purposely having her daughter have these boys over or whatever. If it, I guess if it were reverse, you're right. The double standard in me would be like, if this was my daughter yeah, and it yeah, was a course. dude, I'd be like, fry this motherfucker. Right. But I think where I draw the line is like it's not like an eight year old boy. Once you're a teenage boy, man, you're there because you're choosing to be. Yeah, right. Like, like I could understand one instance where you go, "Yo, super uncomfortable. I'm not, but I'm not going back there." Right, right. You going back? But if you're going back, if, yeah, if you're going back more than once, yeah, you went like, back for seconds and thirds, bro. Yeah, man, like that that's what we do. Yeah, you like nah, so and so house is kind of lit. We want to go sleep over again. <laughs> <laughs> She makes some good whoopie pies. She makes. <laughs> hey, full of cream. <laughs> we bring the cream. We bring- <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, bro. Oh, dude. Oh, God, dude. 
All right, man. Yo, tell them where they can find us. <laughs> if you guys are not following us yet, uh, follow us on IG, on YouTube, on Facebook, at the Carbon Footprint Podcast. Uh, drop some comments. Uh, like, listen, we there's shit that we do not have access to until we get to a certain amount of followers. We're trying to get to a thousand on, I think, Instagram for you to get access to like the like the business and the and the content creator tools uh, in it, yeah. um, which will allow us to do some stuff. So yeah, if you if, if you're not already following us, go on there and follow. Uh, same thing on YouTube. YouTube, it unlocks more stuff the more people you have so um we just want to be able to create stuff and do stuff and push stuff so yeah, yeah man and as always uh we appreciate you guys i got to see some family um this this last week that I had not seen for shit for over a year um and and got some comments about the about the podcast so oh, cool yeah yeah really cool uh appreciate all you guys out there listening and i guess we will see you next week see you next week peace peace